Scott, I just wanted to tell you that I'm watching Cheers from the beginning while we record this ad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm season six, episode 20. And it so was you're watching all never, of Cheers. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I never really, you know, I like Cheers. Yeah. But I was a kid when it was on. Yeah, so you weren't going to appreciate it on yeah, the same Yeah, I wasn't going to appreciate the right. I mean, I was, Cheers debuted one year before I was born. Yeah. So obviously didn't get, it really was, it was always Rebecca in my head, not Diane. No. And I'll tell you, I never really observed Coach. Coach is amazing. Diane's the best. Sam and Diane, that's where it is. That's Sam where the and Diane at. is the, 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 the energy of that. That version, yeah, was, is those first five seasons of Cheers, great. Yeah. And and when Kirstie Alley comes in as Rebecca, it's, I it took me ten episodes, but then I'm like, oh, this is a great show too. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but the reason I Where bring do you this watch up, those? the reason I bring this up, Scott, is that I watch them in bed every night. And, and uh, where do, and 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 what and and, and what? Uh, well, <laughs> Scott. They, I don't want to sound like we planned this, but I happened to sleep on a Casper mattress. Get out of here. Yes, and they're our sponsor today. Isn't that crazy? For the whole episode? For the entire episode. Holy cow. Uh, If you don't know, Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. uh, They are obsessively engineered, Scott. We've talked about Casper mattresses before because they've been kind enough to say, you know what, we like the cut of your jib. We like the way you talk about our mattresses. Here, Here talk about go our mattresses. for it again. It's just the right sink, just uh, the right bounce. Oh, Casper oh. mattresses. Two technologies. Well, Count them. You know what? Two latex foam and memory foam Scott, come together for better nights and brighter days. That sounds all well and good, but you know what? I don't want to deal with having having to go pick up a mattress somewhere and and figure out how to tie it to the roof of my car. You don't want to do that like I don't want to like I don't can't get to the movie theater. Yeah. I just don't want to do Kids, you'll it. hear about Scott not wanting to go to the movie theater very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Planting the seeds. <laughs> it was a callback cuz we call already forward. recorded the episode. It was a call forward. Okay. So what I'm saying is I don't want to deal with you don't want to do a mattress, it. right? You know what? You don't have to with Casper mattress. What? Because you just sit at home, you can order online, uh-huh. it shows up in a box. Wait a second. It doesn't show up you sh- like a giant thing that no. I could never bring in my house? It's in a box. You drive it in a room, you c- cut it open carefully, poof, it just pops open. Whoa. It's like a transformer. This is amazing. Except for not mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really turn from one thing. It just turns from a smaller version of itself into a, a bigger, bigger one. Bird. But it's still. A, yeah. It's like one of those like uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex tiny sponges you put water on and it gets yeah, turned it gets into a bigger. Big one. Yeah. 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 And then it becomes a mattress and they're good. And you can get it with a risk-free trial and return policy. Well, Scott, listen, when I like to try things, I like to try them for at least at least 100 days. Could well, I do that? Then you're in luck cuz if you try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns, you hey, got a hundo days. That's amazing. That's yeah. nearly a third of a year. It's incredible. That's and you know amazing. where and you know where this mattress is made, Matt? Well, I gotta assume it's made offshore somewhere to keep it so affordable. Absolutely not. What? These mattresses are made in America. That's amazing, Scott. Five hundred dollars. And look at then here these listen to these prices. Well, all I right, everybody don't have a lot of money to spend on mattresses. So well, you don't need a say, lot of money. Uh, what am I gonna need? Like three, four thousand dollars? If you buy a bunch of them. What? <laughs> You're kidding. Five hundred dollars for a twin size mattress. 
Nine fifty for a king size uh, mattress. That's under a grand. That is that is that is much less than four thousand dollars. I could buy four mattresses. Yeah, four king size mattresses. If you if your mattress fund is at four thousand dollars, if you ever wanted to recreate the prince and the pea or the princess and the pea, you, yeah, this is where you go. You go to mattress buy, hey. get a bunch of Casper mattresses, stack them on top of each other. You're going to be spending less than some of your premium brand mattresses already, and you try to feel the pea. Yeah, and you, you won't. won't. You won't. You won't if you have one. Because <laughs> these mattresses are so comfortable. Hey, listen, here's a special offer. Wait, Scott, you're giving me a special offer I'm on you, top of this? I'm giving great you prices? Five, what are you giving me, like yeah. $5 off? $5? Are you crazy? That's a load of shit. I'm going to give you $50. Oh, my God. $50 towards any mattress That's 10 purchase. Times more than I thought. <laughs> Your math is impeccable. $50 <laughs> towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com backslash phoebe wow is there a promo code i'd have to type in to do that or i just yes what is it's it? phoebe <laughs> that's very easy to remember f-e-a-b yes that's oh it God. that's all you gotta do so uh, do it today get 50 bucks off uh go to casper.com slash phoebe backslash phoebe use the promo code forward phoebe. slash scott it's forward okay. slash phoebe <laughs> slash you know slash they know everybody knows that I don't know. forward slash phoebe and use the promo code phoebe and you get 50, 50 bucks off, off an already cheap mattress you get a mattress delivered quality. to you It'll be great. And you know what? 100 days after that, if you don't think, you can send it back. But I bet you won't. Well, I mean, 99 days. You 99 make plans. days. Yes. You don't want to just leave it all to the last day. That's just yeah. foolish. I mean, nobody should. Kids, enjoy some Guess what? This number is going up, which means we're totally recording right now. Oh shit! Boom! I hope we weren't recording though. <laughs> no, we weren't. Okay, good. Thirteen seconds. Boom! Can you hear the TV? Should we turn it down? I can't tell if I'm hearing it from the fact that I'm hearing it, or I think it's. We're sure. I think it's. I think it's I think it's good. I gotta turn my cell phone off though, that's making noise. Hi Nanner, what are you doing? You're so funny. I do this or when I foam roll, she gets real like in my face, like what's going on? I think she what just wants to be around you, Scott. Not all the time though. She just wants to be around me when she's like <laughs> she's finicky. She's, she's, she's a lady. Of the rain? She doesn't like the rain. She she takes she's like buddy will like just buddy kinda just Treats it like whatever. As long as he's got a ball, he doesn't care. Your dogs, were they rescues or? Yeah. Yeah. Both of them. Um, How old were they when you got them? I think. Scott and I are talking dogs. Uh, I think they were both around six. They were under a year. Oh, wow. But they were like six or seven months. So yeah. they weren't full puppies. They were, right, right, they, right. they were like, we'd miss the, the super cute pissing everywhere puppy phase. So when you got them, were they already like trained in Pretty the manners much. of house training? Man, Pretty that's, much. The, that's the way to go. Guys, if you're out there and you're thinking about getting a dog, get a rescue that already knows how to pee. I mean, usually when you do get them, there still is a little bit of a learning curve. Oh, sure. And and there's also nerves and anxiety about yeah. being Plus, in you don't know place. what the fuck happened to them before. Yeah. They could have PTSD. But Jenna, and she, she was from... Um, 
she was from she's from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, there's some woman over there who rescues because black dogs in Taiwan. This is what I was told. Black dogs uh, mean bad luck, and black dogs with white feet mean like super bad luck, almost death. Ah. And so that's that's her. She's got she's a black dog with white feet. That's, listen, that's a classic dog <laughs> motif. And we go to, uh, and she goes, so she, somebody flew her over here. We didn't adopt her till the person who did pay to have her brought over was like, she's got too much energy. Mm-hmm. She's like, you mean she's a puppy? <laughs> <laughs> and so she didn't want to, um, she didn't want to keep her. So we took her, but, um, and I don't mean this in any way, shape or form to be, um, uh, I want to make sure this comes across the right way. She was obviously tr- traumatized by something. Right. And when we're at the park and if there's people um, of Asian descent mm-hmm. um, speaking, um, in, I don't know what language in Language is. that she might have heard before. <laughs> she, she, she cowers and whines. Oh, wow. Yeah. She gets real, you know, and like they're not saying anything to her. They're just like walking by having a conversation, but she'll start whining and and cowering. Wow. Yeah. So, I, and I don't think it has anything to do with, I, I just think it has, to, obviously, obviously there's something there. There right. has to be some connection because she, she just gets all, that and blimps. She just freaks <laughs> the fuck out about blimps. Like if she sees. Wait, why is that an issue where you're. Well, we're right by Dodger Stadium. Uh huh. So it is an issue. And every summer it's just like, and if she sees, if she hears, she can hear it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's a sound that is, evo- is evokes thoughts of being on a plane yeah. or being in the end. But she even sees it and she won't leave the house. Like you cannot take her on a walk. She's so freaked out by it. She just starts whining. Do you think that she was having to be in San Francisco in 1985 when that Zorin blimp crashed into the Golden State? I don't think so. She's only nine <laughs> the Golden years Gate old. I don't know. She doesn't like blimps. She hates sky riding, which plenty of people do. <laughs> but she's afraid well, of it. You're talking real specific. <laughs> she's, well, that's what's weird is like if a plane flies by uh-huh. with a banner or a sky riding, she gets real upset. But if it's just a plane or a helicopter, she's generally fine. But if it's towing something, she gets real bent out of shape. She doesn't like it. She hates advertising. That's your dog is like anti-establishment. She is. She's hardcore. She's, She's hard probably, fucking core. Is your dog voting for Bernie Sanders? Um, yes. <laughs> Fuck corporate America. She's big in the Occupy movement. She is. Oh, aren't you? Aren't you? Are you an anonymous dog? Chica Tong. <laughs> Uh, we're recording at Scott's house. Second if time. If you can't ever. tell, yeah. We're being quiet for some reason. I don't know. I feel like I'm being quiet. Do you feel like you're being well, quiet? Well, I feel like we're trying to. So Alex is be, Alex is in the next room watching, watching TV, television. which we you might be able to hear. Her, but we're actually recording. A- <laughs> I don't think she could hear. <laughs> no. Can you hear us? No. Nope. There we no. go. That's the answer. So we can that. talk. Yeah. And I even was louder there. Yeah. Let's, let's talk normally. Uh, when you get break open this monster energy drink, yeah, dude. Might as well do that now. <laughs> <laughs> it was in stereo. It sounded amazing. You came in super bro styles. You just like dropped your. You gave me a bag of brisket and you pop. You just like with a monster energy drink. 
I was home yesterday and I decided to cook a brisket, Scott. I know. I'm excited to try it. I bought. I went to Costco. It's early in the morning. I'm not going to eat it right now. No, I, I wouldn't. Maybe eat some it. eggs would be good. Yeah, it would be. You know, it'd be great. Some an eggs Benedict with the brisket. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Oh. Now I'm getting a little hungry. <laughs> I was fine before. So I. But instead, I'm going to drink my mustard energy drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just, I can't take it. Well, this one's great because it's uh, zero calories, zero sugar, zero carb. I know. If you'd like to just smell it or taste it, go for it. Scott's going to taste Monster Energy for the first time ever. (laughs) He doesn't hate it. He doesn't hate it. It's not as, uh, it's not as, like, sweet. As right. Like, like yeah. I do not like red. I tried no, no, Red no. Bull once, and that upset me. Yeah, I don't care for that. This um, is this is my. Jam. I will never drink this. No, but it wasn't the. But you don't hate it, right? No. For but those I, it, listening, I, I listen to. I, I drink the uh, Monster Energy Zero Ultra, and if they ever want to send me a case, please do. <laughs> but the here's the the uh, writing on the package. I just want you to know the the Monster Energy. Uh, We'll call it their mission statement. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Some people are impossible to please. As soon as they get what they thought they wanted, they always want more. Our team... Hang on. They have terrible font. It's a long mission statement. Our team riders and monster girls are no different. Our team riders? (laughs) They've been dropping some hints lately. So, you know, Monster sponsors a lot of BMX riders, uh, motocross. Cool. They've been asking for a new monster drink, a little less sweet, lighter tasting, zero calories, but with a full load of our monster energy blend. Sure, white is the new black. We went all out. Monster energy, zero ultra. Isn't it just caffeine? They just had caffeine in it. I'll tell you what's in this. I don't want to. I don't know. I can't read. I can't pronounce half the words in this. Well, that's always that's always good for yeah. your body. Don't worry about it. A lot of words. Carbonated water. I don't understand what that means. What is that? Carbonated water. <laughs> it doesn't say caffeine. It has to say caffeine. Well, this thing is impossible. Unleash the <laughs> unleash the ultra beast. Yeah, that's right, Scott. We're not just a regular beast here. We're an ultra beast. Uh, let's see here. So, well, it's a lot of sodium. Shut up. I'm just saying. Shut up, Scott. I can't see it. I can't read it. Yeah, exactly. I told you. The font's not great, but it's delicious. I just want, you know, sometimes I want a zero calorie way to get caffeine in my body that isn't black coffee. Is it caffeine? Or black tea? It has tea. to have caffeine, right? I don't know. What's the energy part of it? It's probably all the awesomeness. Like, maybe there's, like, xanthic. Is that part of the ingredients? Something. Bottled awesomeness. <laughs> Unleash the awesomeness. Here, here's, oh, it does say caffeine. Yeah. If you, Boom. if Monster wants to sponsor me and I'll be a Monster podcaster. Yeah. I'll, like, wear. Extreme I'll wear, podcaster. I'll wear, like, a Monster <laughs> Energy shirt. And yeah. just, I'll just podcast to the fullest, you know? I'll just live my lifestyle as a... Just a solo artist? Just a podcasting You should go solo. Giant. You know what I should do? You is should like, go solo. You just build a rig that you walk around in. <laughs> just podcast by myself. The GoPro camera. The, um... I should be like... 24 hours. you ever watch, like, uh, poker on television? 
I used to. I don't know. It's really just like kind of you know how they have like me. all the patches and everything. Yeah, like yeah. Full tilt or well, full tilt's uh, gone, but like eight 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 poker. Yeah, like the sponsors and like, stuff like that. I'm just gonna throw it out there to anybody listening. You want a patch? Sponsor me. You want some patches? Sponsor me, and I'll as a human. I'll just get a. I'll just sew some patches on a jacket, and whenever I'm. But you just mean sponsored in general? Like, no, just when I'm podcasting. Human. Just when I'm podcasting. I don't want to be sponsored as a human. I can't be like so you don't want to go held to accountable dinner. for what I do outside of podcasting. I don't even honestly want to be held accountable for what I'm doing right now. Well, who does? <laughs> I don't want to. No, one. I think no one should be held accountable for anything. Well, That's, that would be a little archaic, but what about murder? What about it? That person probably did something wrong <laughs> to get murdered. I blame, I blame the victim. <laughs> Matt Meyer for president. <laughs> Here's my thoughts on the justice system. They had it coming, probably. So anyways. <laughs> oh, now Chica's got to go join, see what's going on over there? Yeah, once one, one gets angry, the other one runs in there. I mean, she's not running in there. That's not a run. That's a saunter. He's he's a lot of bark and no bite, so she's probably going like, no, what's, "What's he barking at now? now? Rain? Ooh, what boy. a dumbass!" Um, so yeah, I smoked the brisket according to the Franklin barbecue recipe yesterday. Yeah, nine o'clock in the morning, I got it. Did on you there. smoke it in the big green egg? Yes, I did. Gotcha. It How was. long did you smoke it for? Now it you're was. taking the raw piece of meat, smoking it. Yeah. And then applying heat, or you're, it's smoke and heat, it's, so it's simultaneous. Yeah, so there's smoke, and you keep the uh, green egg at about 275. Gotcha. How long? It was in there. Three hours, you open it up, you give it a check, see what's going on. Yep. And then every 30 minutes or so, you check it. Are you spraying it with any kind of water, any kind of thing like that? If it gets dry, parts of it got sprayed. I did spray some. Yep. Uh, a little bottle of water. Yep, I had a little spray bottle of water. And then uh, at about the, I think it was about the six-hour mark, I pulled it, pulled it, wrapped it in butcher paper, okay, nice and tight, put it back on for another. It was probably in there for another two hours or so. So then it's steaming a little bit. Yeah. Well, you put the there's a water pan in there. Gotcha. Underneath to like. Make sure it doesn't dry out. Yep. And then... But the butcher paper is... Butcher paper holds it all, all the goodness in. Yep. Let the heat get to a little more. And I have a double probe thermometer, so I know what the meat temperature is and the oven temperature. Yep, yep. So I was monitoring that all day. Yep. And uh, she was done in like six, six, seven... She was done in like seven, seven and a half hours. Did you follow Franklin Barbecue... The rub, yeah. What about the butcher paper? That's something that you've... The butcher paper is from Franklin. Okay, so that's something... All so generally speaking, you were following his recipe, although I heard his book is a little bit more... Is is not as... Is it specific, or is it more... There's like... Is it like specific recipes, or it's a little bit more reads? I mean, it reads like a book. Yeah. With recipes in it. Gotcha. Um, and this was know, like a recipe where you're like, oh, this okay, is like the brisket recipe in here. And like, you know, it's all, it is like there gotcha, are steps to it. You can follow it. it. But what's nice about it and what I also like about America's Test Kitchen cookbooks is they don't, not only does he give you the recipe, but he gives you the reasons why this works or why he does it this way. Gotcha. And it's not just like, do this and that's just, don't worry about why. 
he just says it's a very i think that's a very male i don't know if that's a male centric part of it because i'm very much that way and alex is a cook uh, you know alex yeah, yeah. is a chef and constantly i'm going like but why and she's just like i don't know like just do it <laughs> and I, mine's always the why like why do you do that or why do you want to do that like yeah. i'm a big why like i want to understand so that's my third that was my third attempt at brisket and do you and think it was you, the best attempt yeah, yeah like like do you think you how how is it like you know how large of a difference like was it a huge leap from yeah. the other ones yeah. yeah you feel like you're yeah. like oh, okay like yeah. i'm you're dialed in yeah now i figured on making some brisket and like the biggest thing that i sort of forgot the last time i was making brisket was you gotta go by feel you know yeah like the actual feel of the brisket i wanted it to sort of like feel nice and like it'll fall apart yeah and boy oh boy did it fall apart <sighs> and then i took it off and i carved it and i was like huh oh Dory's out of town for two weeks. This is just me. <laughs> Scott wants a brisket. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, but then like no one in my house, the other people in my house aren't eating meat. So it's like, I didn't it's want- also like, I didn't want to like invite anybody over for dinner because it could have been terrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I would have had to have been like running yeah, around was, ordering yeah. a pizza. You know, it would have been like the plot of a sitcom from the eighties where I was like, Oh my, I invited the boss over for dinner, but it's not ready. But it's not ready. It's not good enough. <laughs> Honey, what are we gonna He's do? He's never gonna eat this. Hey. I really gotta impress him. I'm gonna get that promotion. <laughs> What's it called? What's the show What's called? The show called? <laughs> I don't, I don't, monster. Monster? Monster workplace. Uh ultra ultra Honey, ultra. this brisket's not extreme enough. <laughs> Honey. You should have I wonder if you could probably you could Oh you could probably put spray. that in a chicken. You could probably just like fucking shove that in a, you know the beer can chicken? Yeah. You could probably do that with the it's monster. True. Ooh. That I mean, I'm sure be. it wouldn't be. No, I don't think it would be great. But I think that's I wonder too how. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I would wonder. I have the rack. I've for done the beer egg for to put a roast a turkey. I haven't put. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, it's hard, Scott, when you're by yourself. When you're alone, when I'm just when like, what do I do? I can't just keep making <laughs> so much meat. I mean, you can give it away. That's the problem. I don't want to. You know, you don't, who am I going to give it to? I don't know. Homeless people. I can't keep driving over here to give you meat. <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> but it was it was good. It was it, maintenance wise. I don't. I didn't really leave the house yesterday because you kind of got to be yeah, around. You kind of got to be around just to poke. Out. It's not something you have to sit out and watch the thing no. all the time. But you, you have know, to watch out. You you have to watch out. Forget to turn it down. So dry. It was up to like three twenty at one point. I had to yeah. close the vents. Get, you got to work that down. Yeah, you gotta work to maintain the temperature. But I was really happy about it, I'm and good. I look forward to doing it again. It's I trimmed fun. that myself too. It's fun. Oh, you did the trimming. Yeah. yeah. When I was at that Belcampo Meat Company, they taught us a lot about trimming mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There's a lot of knife work that we were learning. Yeah. Yeah. The I bought a f- it was a 16 pound. It started as a 16 pound brisket. Yeah. Bought it from Costco. And then I think by the time I've heard that they have really good brisket. They do. But by the time I was done trimming it, it might have been like eight pounds. It's like you want to keep some fat. Yes, you want to keep a quarter inch. You want to keep on the bottom top, depending on. You want to keep some fat, but you don't want too much, or it's going to get. It's going to sort of, to me, affect the taste. Right. Right. Make it more delicious. Right. 
Um, I think it can kind of go over the top yeah, and yeah, suddenly yeah. become like just too. Well, I gave you some lean and some fat. Yeah, I like. I think fat's important, but it's like if you get a cut that's too fatty, um, when it all breaks down, it can get just like. Then what I feel is like I don't get that. There's a there's a there's that perfect blend. You know, because I want you want that. I want some of the texture. If there's too much fat, it becomes the. It affects some of the texture of the other pieces. I'll tell you that. Like that. It's funny. I was watching some YouTube videos of these guys cooking brisket on the green egg. It's a big, yeah. It's a big thing. These yeah. people with the green egg. They have there's conventions. I do not have one. I have my little two hundred dollar Weber. Yeah, well, that's a piece of shit that I bust. Um, that I bust out. Do you smoke in there? Yeah. I have apple, I have apple wood ch- chips that I got from the farmers market that I'll soak, yeah, and then um, throw them in there. I it's mean, harder it's to control enough. the temperature, yeah, but I, I've kind of learned how to do it. Yeah, I can keep it about two hundred, two fifty. The it takes more. It, it's probably a little bit harder to do, right? But it wasn't that hard. I did a whole pork shoulder on it. I mean, and, the green and I did a pretty good job. It's ceramic, super thick ceramic. Yeah, so it like will hold whatever temperature you get it to. Yeah, like it's really. It's I got the, this because I was like, I bought this because I was like, unless I'm doing, if I'm using this all the time, yeah, then I'm like, think maybe I'll get a green egg. Don't use it all the time. Right, and my wife's a vegetarian, yeah, so <laughs> really not working out for you. Huh? I mean, now that you can't make vegetables, you can get the vegetable shit. rack for the yeah. for the green egg. It's true. Really smoke some good stuff up. You can make pie in there. But a lot of like, to me, it's like if, unless you're doing like long, like, like to me, the brisket, but like if I'm doing veggies where I'm just kind of like, you know, it's taking 20 minutes or whatever. It's like, I don't think you need that. This is totally good. I cooked a dory made from Gwyneth Paltrow's cookbook. Oh yeah. I think we have that too. Yeah. There's like a turkey burger recipe that was pretty good. And I cooked those on the green egg, and they were like the best turkey burgers I ever had. And well, I think part of that was the of that, smoke that was coming smoke. in. Yeah. yeah, you get some of that smoke in there, and it definitely is a flavor enhancer. Yeah, I don't know why people aren't just smoking food more. I think people are. I think there's a lot going. I think I it's know. happening. I don't think it's happening. You're like, there's enough. me, and then maybe two other people. <laughs> And just me and maybe I failing. heard there's one other guy. I heard this other guy. I don't think he's doing it right. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, but it was it was. I highly recommend my brisket to anyone. <laughs> um, I will report on it later. I look forward to your report. <laughs> so how how do you feel? So you're wearing a New England Patriots hat. Yeah, sure am, buddy. <laughs> Everyone's commenting on this hat. Like, it's like, well, it's like, it's, I've seen you in it a few times. Yeah. And I'm just wondering the, because I don't, we've never really watched sports together. Correct. And I'm wondering the level of um, fandom that yeah. you, like, I don't know. I don't know if you're, like, when you watch them lose, if you were just like inconsolable for a little while. Yeah. Like, like you don't want to be around you. Depends on the situation. I think, okay, so. At, a, at like the Red Sox, if it's like a Red Sox playoff loss, or like we lose, you know, something we need to win that, to get then, into the playoffs yeah, or whatever, then I, then, then I am a mess. Okay, and need to get in my car and drive into the desert. So you have a per, your personal myself. attachment to the Red Sox yes. is much greater than the Patriots. It, it is. I say I'm more a Red Sox fan than a Patriot fan, but. 
I'm, I'm, but I'm such a huge Red Sox fan. Yes. Like down to their farm system, like crazy yeah. into the Red Sox. And the Patriots, I mean, I know I watch every game. I listen to Boston sports radio during the week. Yeah. Like I'll stream it onto my You're phone. You're immersed in it. Yeah. So, and I love, I love the Patriots. And last, what was interesting about the game against Denver yeah. is that I went into that game expecting us to lose you had this feeling i had a feeling that that piece of shit commissioner roger goodell <laughs> would somehow make it so the patriots wouldn't win <laughs> i did not fully anticipate that it would just be denver's defense that would do it for him <laughs> but i really was like in my mind i was like the fix is in we're gonna be fucked the sharp all the sharp money was going on to denver the public was going on to the Patriots. I was like, that's never a great sign. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ed Hockley was the ref. Ed Hockley is not great uh, to to the Patriots. And I just was in it going, if we win, this is fantastic. If we lose, I kind of expected that. They were in a slide yeah. for the back half of the season. Like well, They was, did not enter the playoffs. We did not enter it healthy. No. No, and that's half the we that's half nothing. the battle. We had Brady was throwing to Amendola was the only healthy receiver. We that finally got Gronk. We got Edelman back. Uh, James White could have caught some balls, but decided not to. But it was it was. But when you have those kind of injuries, like uh, you know, what can happen is that um, everybody gets out of sync, and then even if all the players do come back, it's right. like you're not. You, you need everybody to come back be healthy and have like a good three or four games to get back into well, the swing. I mean, I've, I've Denver's defense was so good. Like I've never yeah. seen, I've never seen a quarterback. get so swallowed up alive. Yeah. And that's exactly what was happening to the world's greatest quarterback, Tom Brady. <laughs> greatest of all time. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, in my wedding vows, I called my wife the Tom Brady of women. You did. Scott. It's true. I mean, I I love the Patriots. I know, obviously. <laughs> it was like, and you love Tom Brady. But I was just curious. I didn't know. Yeah. And are you wearing the hat? Because you're just like, you have the hat? Uh, I'm wearing the hat because I just want everyone to know that I support them. Even in when they lose. When they lose? I'll, you know what? When they lose, I'll even. I'll even and what's funny them is more. that Seattle played last year in New England, and I don't even know if we ever had like we've never we had a brief discussion about. Yeah, it. I don't have that. I'm not like I root for Seattle. Uh, my dad, yeah. and my brother, like my family is is super into it. Mm -hmm. I'm into it, but like because I don't live there, um, I just haven't really lived there enough. Even when I was a kid, like it was I'll tell kind you of by by we're in the greatest age to be living away from your team because of these satellite packages yeah like nfl sunday ticket is the greatest thing ever but i don't but see this is where i'm different i don't feel compelled to watch every game ah, like i'm not that doing. huge of a fan but it's not that big a commitment it's like 16 sundays yeah i'm still just like <laughs> it's too much i i find that like i, I like playoff time because it's like it there's there's just there's more meaning surrounding it yeah um, you know, and I watched them sort of not lose to Minnesota, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> which they sort of didn't play that great. They had a great ha back half of the season. They yes, were looking they got a lot really better. Really good. They got a lot. And then better. they came into the playoffs and just like their old, 
um, all their problems came back to haunt them. Yeah, but they and in Carolina it was yeah, like they, they came, came up against fucking yeah. But they like if you watch that game, like like look, it was thirty like it was thirty one nothing and a half, right? And then and they it, let the foot off the gas. Yeah, and then so it's yeah, really it hard to say that back. like 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 look, Carolina. I have a feeling if Seattle kept going, Carolina would have turned the juice up and probably still won that game. Do you think but, if it was a five quarter game that Seattle had a chance? Well, I think if if Seattle hadn't sort of come out on their, I mean, they do it all the time. Yeah, as they come out in their first quarter, they just look, you know, well, they get the behind. Carroll way, you know, and it's just like you got to play four quarters, baby. <laughs> you got to play f- all four quarters. You got to play at least three quarters, people, to to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, your color commentator, Scott Mosier. <laughs> now, Scott, when you were playing football, uh, how did you I did play football for a like year. This? Oh, what position did you play? Quarterback. Whoa. And linebacker. Wait, wait what? Because it was like... It, it was Small school? Eighth grade. Uh, so it was like kind of the first year you start. So you probably have some concussions. I, you know, I got... So I played one year. You got your bell rung. I played one year. I liked rugby more, so I kept playing rugby. Mm-hmm. But I played first year of junior high. So Canada's one... Elementary's one through seven. Mm-hmm. Eight through ten is is junior high. And then 11, 12 is high school. That makes sense. So eight... So first year, eighth grade, I played football. And I played quarterback... And then I played linebacker because it wasn't, you know, I don't even, you couldn't, I mean, football's not huge in Canada either. So it's like, it was just a matter of like, you can't really feel. Well, you got the CFL. Yeah. But a lot of those people who play the CFL uh-huh. are from the States. Yeah, that's very true. So, um, so you, you're not really feeling a huge team. I think by the time varsity, which is nine ten, I think they were fielding enough players yeah. to, to, I think, I don't know. I didn't play that year. So I played quarterback and linebacker, and then I went up on a varsity game. I don't remember ever getting any kind of concussion or anything during, but I did go up. The, they brought me to a varsity game and had me take a couple. I think I just took one snap mm-hmm. in the game. I think the coach was, like, wanting to – get me ready he was like wanting for to do varsity and i just bailed i was like nope i'm not doing it you didn't take the snap no i took the snap Uh and i got i think i got i took the snap and i got hit pretty good and i i don't know if i had a concussion though but i got banged pretty hard no i didn't play the next year i don't i I didn't join varsity do you think football will be around in 15 years well, look, I think that anything that has the kind of financial incentive that that there's always yeah. going to be a percentage of people that are willing to do it. And, you know, if you look at I was listening to a whole story, you know, about like, you know, Pacific Islanders, Samoans and stuff like that and how it's the, you know, that's a huge deal to for some of these guys to basically um make that kind of money. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. and not just affecting them, but their entire family. So right. the promise of that stuff is still going to linger and still exist. And I think that you're still going to have people who want to do it. Um, I don't think it's going to be, I think it'll be interesting. They have to be having less people. Right. Cause I can't like, I don't know anybody. I heard his kids that are letting them play. 
I heard a podcast though, and I can't remember which one it was, but it was a guy. It wasn't ours. <laughs> ours never come out. So <laughs> I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, tired of waiting. Um, they they were talking about the coach was talking about like it's not just that kids aren't showing up. It's that kids just don't like. It's like that that kids nowadays like are sort of he's sort of saying that because on a video game when you lose you never lose you just keep you just go yeah. back to the you just start over until you win mm-hmm. and that that's not the way it exists in football which is like you lost the game nobody wants to be on the losing nobody wants to be the only way it works is yeah. like there's one team that sucks and they lose all the time there's yeah. like and nobody wants to do that like people kids are less and less like that's like, interesting that there's a sense of like this sucks. Like I don't want to lose. Like, like you. <clears throat> I think that in the past it was like, well, you wanted to. It was like, oh well, you keep going and going, and maybe get on a better team. And some people drop out, and some people don't. But like, he was just saying that there's that there's almost a that the kids themselves are just like this sucks. Like fuck it, I'm gonna go home and play fucking. Grand Theft Auto, dude. Fuck you. Grand Theft Auto is the greatest game ever made. <laughs> I love it. So He's like, much. I never lose a GTA. Well, you, I constantly get killed. But you guess don't... what? Respawn. <laughs> Respawn, bro. <laughs> Wake up right in my house, ready to go. Ready to stay yeah. over. There's no consequences. It changes. The, it, I think it is. It's a different. And, and when he said it, I was like, I don't have kids, but it's like, you know, I think he's speaking to like. There's just a different, you know, generations are growing up in a different environment and how they're reacting to these a things. Coddled gonna... bullshit environment. I mean, Where maybe. everyone's told they're special. It's true. And they're fucking not. <laughs> it's really bothering me. Yeah? Yeah, that whole... Let's talk about it. The, it just, it infuriates <laughs> me. All, all of this, all of these kids that have no, they have no thick skin. Yeah, they can't take not being the center of of the universe. They can't yep. take it when someone has different ideas than them. However wrong those ideas may be, they just can't. Like we're building up this whole age, this whole generation that I don't think can function socially with an uh, out It'll be- outside of like minded individuals. It'll be a weird situation. I do find that there's a certain level of um, um, that because of that, the the lesson of you, the, it's like in a way they've thrown the ten thousand hours rule out the window, yep. and yep. basically it's become like I want to do this, mm-hmm. and their parents are like, "You should do that. You're awesome," and it's like. <laughs> Wait a minute! They only did it for nine hundred hours. Like they're not awesome yet. Like they like that's not the way it works. Like you're not teaching them the right thing, which is like if you find something you like to do, start doing it, yeah. and then work your ass off at doing it to become really good. And because sometimes I've found that they enter into it going like, "Well, why not me?" And I'm like, yeah. "Fuck you! I've been doing this for twenty yeah. years." Like, like I'm not saying that your idea is terrible but i'm just saying that your idea is not as well formed Mm -hmm. based on experience right and 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 i i will say this though i don't like i've met i i think i don't know who is like are they are they 
Are they in their twenties now, or are we talking no, about I think young? They're like in their teens. So they're they're the ones coming up. The, yeah, I think it's that group. So there's like the there's the kids now that are like have a little bit of that, right? But we're gonna look at them. This yeah. is the this is the uh, the next generation is the ultra zero ultra. <laughs> what is this, the other thing that fucking makes me laugh? <laughs> um, unleash the ultra. Ultra Squat? What? Ultra? I don't know. Their font is not great. Monster, if you'd like to contact us about changing your font, we're glad to help. Yeah. Scott's a, Monster Scott's font. A, Monster font is really hard to read. Scott's a typesetter from way back, and <laughs> uh, he's got some ideas for you on layout. Um, so, okay, so the fear is... So, like, in, in five years, they're going to enter the workforce. Yeah. My one friend who lives in Canada, she, was, she works sometimes at a university, and she's like, she goes, it's so weird... That like when we all went to college or university, it's like a lot of it, like you just went by yourself. Like your first day, you just go and you start figuring shit out. Yeah. And now it's like their, par- their parents are no. there the whole time. No. Yeah. No. She's like, it's so weird. She goes, There's, every kid's parent is every, like they're all there, like guiding them through the process. Why? What? That's so weird. That's the thing. Well, and that's I, on us. Like, Why is it on me? Like th- because <laughs> like we're of, of the age that like we would be. I mean, we're not. I wonder how old am I? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have a college age kid, but you could. You could conceivably have a college age child. Me? Yeah, maybe P- pushing it, pushing it. I mean, I would. If you I'm had, 44. Let's say, you had, let's say you had a super smart kid, 16 years old, ready to go to college. Yeah. Anyway, point is like that's on people of our. Orbiting our generation, I think the that people coddled these kids. I think people's consideration of what um, of kids and look, but this has been happening for a long time. Which is, what is the age where a kid becomes an adult, right? And oh, that's f- been pushed, 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 pushed. And pushed. and you know, yeah, like look at people. Like I think people of my father's generation would look at us and go, like, well, you yeah. fucked around yeah. for like I had to have a job when I was eleven. Yeah, like, and we were just like. Maybe you got a job when you were 15 or 16, yeah. but it was like, you know, at the, the fucking it was wiener the schnitzel. Just, yeah. It was a cashier. Yeah. A cashier. Um, a cashier. <laughs> I am Matt Meyer. Hello. You're a cashier. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Brooks Farm. This is my first job. I'm Matt Meyer. You're a cashier. Would you like to buy lottery tickets? Are you prepared to exchange your goods for money? No. I, <laughs> hang on. I have that wrong. Would you like to give me money in exchange for goods and services? Thank you. Excuse I'm sorry, me. It's my first job. I have to check with my manager. <laughs> but my mom's here, so excuse me. You can speak to my mom while I check with my manager. <laughs> yes. Hello. I have a question. Robert. Uh, is it is it exchanging money for goods and services, or are we giving them money for goods and services? It's my first job. I don't know. <laughs> There was a woman with Alex. Fuck was, was that voice? I don't know. But I loved it. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Listen, could I go on a 15-minute break? I'm very thirsty. I believe it's my 15-minute break time. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check my status on social media. No, just kidding. I, there was no social media when I was working. <laughs> I need to go. I have to go across the street to the gas station to buy a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Do the do. <laughs> I don't even think that was around back then. Not, oh, I had to There is a. There is a. I didn't watch the full story, but Alex was. She watches CBS Sunday morning. I love it. So, what'd you gleam off of the four minutes of the story you saw? Um, 
she was watching CBS Sunday morning. I only saw the intro, which was a woman. I I don't know how old she was, but I think she was in her late thirties, early forties, or something. But she was talking about like she, the 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 idea that she was talking about, which she didn't get. I didn't watch it, so mm-hmm. I didn't. But I think the premise. I think the premise of her story was that when she grew up, everyone who was like older than twenty when they were a kid, they yeah. called she called Mister and Mrs. Right. Yeah. And, and she's and sure. I think the story is about how like everyone's like hi. Like now, kids call people by their first oh, name. Oh, I don't. I won't let that fly. Yeah. No. 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 You know, Dorian. I would like to have children, and uh, I can tell you right now that's not going to happen. I still. I still call my friends' parents Mister and Mrs. I think I do too. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like I don't have like, I don't have. I mean, I, I just you know my friends from high school and stuff like i just don't talk on a regular basis right. i'm not up there so i don't really i'm not in that yeah i'm not in that space but like my friend heath who i've known since i was like five years old like his dad still is mr waterman to me like it's not like, but is that <clears throat> but part of that to me is like i could never imagine calling him vincent <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if part of that is just like because you establish it, it's like to change. Like if you met Dory's, I have met Dory's parents. Oh, well, of course you have. Like, do you call of her? <laughs> that's very good. Good point, Scott. I, we're married. I have met her parents. <laughs> yes, Scott. They're I excellent like them point. Very I have met them. You're very right. Um, but when you meet them, yeah, at this age, you do you call them Mister and Mrs. Well, I tried, and it was weird. And it was weird. It sounded weird to my wife and and the, to them. So now you call them by their so first names, Avishai and, and Roberta. That, which is odd to me. I mean, that's odd. On, that feels odd for me. You would rather call them? Well, I just sort of like was listening to the other, to like my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. You know how they address how them. they address them, just to feel like, okay, what are the in-laws doing here? How and do now, we, how do we? And do they this? were using Mister and Mrs. No, no they were they were they were they were Robbie and and uh, okay, yeah. So it's coming down. I like, just went with it. Scott, it's, let's be honest. It's really not raining that hard. I it's mean, raining. It's, it's raining. Good. Like, you look out the window and you'd say, that's rain. I that's rain. I wouldn't look out and go, it's pouring. Um, Drops aren't big enough for me. It's raining pretty decently. Well, just let up. Scott, I don't know if you've ever spent any time in the Pacific Northwest, but... Uh, I have. This is nothing. But that's the thing. The Pacific Northwest is not downpours. Okay. Well, how about this? The East Coast. Have you ever spent some time in Orlando, Florida around 3 p.m. every fucking day in the summer? But that's nothing. I know, but this is like... Well, now it's lit up. I know. It was something for a second. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but Scott and I live in Los Angeles, and (laughs) it doesn't rain often. So when it rains, we have to talk about it every every 10 to 12 minutes. (laughs) The most boring thing. They're like, you're watching it rain? (laughs) We are making it rain. (laughs) We're making it rain. That's our motto. Yeah, you should. uh, Come on, man. Just fucking deal with it, all right? God damn it. It's a lot more fucking. Yeah, so we're talking about the addressing of Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, it is. It is. That's it's very. I don't really do it. If I meet people that are, I mean, at this point, at the age I'm at, anybody I meet, anyone I meet now, mm-hmm. I generally would address by their first name. I believe. I think it's like once you have a mortgage, yeah, you can start calling. I think it's more like name. I don't want. I mean, I guess I probably wouldn't care if some like, like if, like my friends' kids called me Scott, but I. 
Yeah. On another level, I think it would be weird if they were like called me Mr. Mosier. I'd be like, yeah, that would be weird. That would be weird. I'll tell you what, though, it changes the game, though. If you had kids, because like, let's say you, let's say we both had kids. They're around the same age. It would be weird with your kid around for my kid to call you Scott. That, you know, your kid would address you as dad. My kid would address you as Mr. Mosier. I guess so. That's what I decided. (laughs) So. It is weird. I was just thinking, I don't think any kids call me. I mean, my nieces call me Uncle Scott. Yeah. Um, Dave's kid calls me Momo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, listen. It's just, it's easier to say. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, like, my other friend John's kids call me Scott. Mm Mm-hmm. But you don't like it, right? You think those kids uh, suck? Yeah, it doesn't. Like, I don't know what else they would call me. I mean, I guess people call me like when I grew up. It always felt like uh, there was like, like, like when I grew up, I felt like so many people were uncles, even though you're non-uncles. Right? Like, uncle became the like, oh, it's an older person. Yeah. Like that, you don't call Mister. Yeah. You throw the uncle in front of it to make it more formal or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. But I don't know. We'll see what ha- I don't know about the next generation. I mean, we'll Buckle see up. what happens. I'll see what Shit's I can do. Get crazy. What do you want my kids to call you? Um, I remember Dave's because Dave, when Dave had his kid, he was living next door mm-hmm. to where we are right now. Um, um, and I was like, I think I came out. I was like, oh, have her call me Uncle Something Cool. And then they ended up being like, no, they're just gonna call me Uncle Momo. <laughs> 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 but I liked it. He's such a Momo. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Your kids can call me whatever. Great. Dick face. Dick face it is. <laughs> Uncle dick face. <laughs> Uncle dick face. <laughs> Count <laughs> Cutburger. <laughs> well, that's weird. Why do hey, they call douche. you douche? Just call me douche. Hey, fuck face. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, fuck face. Can we play with your Lego? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks, fuck face. Uh, you know you don't have to use my name excuse all the <laughs> uh, Is it okay if I call the customer's fuck face? Uncle Fuckface. Hello, Robert. Oh, I have, Robert. It's my first day on the job. My first job. Robert. I was just wondering. Robert, I, I've been thinking about <laughs> the best way to do this job, and I think it's better if I just, I, I just give people things. <laughs> what about every fourth customer? I give them a rebate, twenty <laughs> percent off. What do you think? Really drive sales. <laughs> really? I'm thinking outside of my box. I think I'm dialed into something. I'm so excited. Oh my god. Robert. Uh yeah, that uh I don't know if it's a Brooks Pharmacy anymore. I think it's like a Rite Aid. It's a if for those who happen to be in Massachusetts, it's uh right in the Lowell. Lowell. Right on the Lowell no, it's in Tuxbury. It's on the Lowell Tuxbury border. Oh, okay. Because we grew up. I grew up on the last. Now it's coming down a bit. Uh, I grew up on the last street I mean, you can hear in Lowell. It. Yeah, great. I mean, they uh, can't hear it. Great, you can hear it. You can hear the rain. And I want to know. Have you ever seen the rain? I want to know. <laughs> Have you ever seen the rain? Coming down someday. Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> I actually was at, there was a time where I was at jo- I was in Joseph, Oregon, or near there, which is in the Upper Eastern 
the east northeast section of Oregon. And uh, before I was look before I bought um, the place where my cabin is up in Washington, I went to that region to look, and I looked at John Fogarty's house. Oh, cool! I, he had a house for sale up there, and uh, I was looking through the house, and I opened a, a a closet door, and there was a guitar in there. I was like, "That's John Fofo's guitar." I wonder what it was. Uncle Fofo, Uncle Fofo's <laughs> guitar. What was it? Do you know? No, I mean, I was ever the. It was like there was. I mean, there was nothing else in there. Damn. But supposedly he lived there. He used to have concerts. Like it was a really, it was out in the middle, and like yeah. it was a really small town. But supposedly he used to have concerts. But I guess he moved. But it was neat. He's on the cover of Vintage Guitar Magazine this month. Yeah. How oh, no. have you ever right? He's got a very unique voice. Yeah. He's got like he's got a great he's got a great voice. I like John Fogarty's voice. It Who's be, your favorite voice in 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 singer songwriter dumb? Dylan. What? I love no, Dylan. Shut up. Yeah. Are you fucking with me? Yeah. You're so wrong. He's the worst <laughs> voice ever. No, no, no. But it's not about. It's not about like. Are you t- just talking about his his voice, meaning like as a writer? I'm just talking about his the instrument of the vocal cords. I well, here's the thing, like. The quality that I can stand by his qu- his voice as a writer I get his voice as a writer is great but also his ability I don't think he necessarily has a great voice correct but his um but singing his own lyrics uh huh um his voice has an appeal to me I'm not saying it's a great voice but I do think his voice is appealing not to everybody You're coming out of left field with this terrible answer I just I like Dylan to me as a as a as a pure package of like singer songwriter, yeah, is like one of singer, my favorites. Songwriter, Jew, legend. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there's your book title, Bobby. Send a check to Matt Myra. That's right at, at AOL. <laughs> Send Matt Myra a box of Monster Unleash awesomeness. Oh, please do. Thank you. <laughs> um, that's I can't. I that's odd to me that you say Bob Dylan. I find his voice to be not enjoyable. I to I me like it. it's the whole thing. You have yeah. to you have to sort of invest in the whole package of I mean, Dylan. Best voice in rock and roll is Freddie Mercury. So we'll slide. We'll move Freddie out well, of the conversation. Yeah, there's, but but it's like it's it's all once again it's all subjective. It's like what's it's an enjoy like the person that you sit down and enjoy mm-hmm. listening to, mm-hmm. and. I I do. I just like That's there's some great do you tracks. Like have that he has. like all of his stuff on vinyl and stuff? Are you like no. I didn't know you were a big Bob Dylan fan till, yeah, till literally the Bob second of our lives. I think Dylan's a. I think he's also just a fascinating this guy. We spent half a decade together. This is the first time hearing about this. I I think he's also a really fascinating you know person as an artist. Do you like have you read like his bios and stuff? I've seen the docs. Yeah, I've seen all the docs, the Scorsese one and the, and the old one by D. A. Pennybaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't look back. I think it was Don't look back. Um, I've seen all that stuff, um, and uh, but his music. If you listen to all of his music, it's like you know his voice change. It's like yeah. I mean, more than anybody else. Like like you listen to Jagger now. He looks sounds kind of like Jagger then. Yeah, you know whose voice changed for some reason, like the right after the first single. Single, 
Steven Tyler, Aerosmith. Yes. Does not sound like Dream On Steven no, Tyler. No, no, not at all. At all. Not at all. And he became a whole, he kind of. A whole other thing. He became a whole other thing. But Dylan has become, you know, one, two, th- like four or five things over the course of his career. Yeah. You know, like he, he like, his, uh, he was one voice and then he went electric. And then there's that whole weird Nashville skyline where he's like, shut the door. That guitar. I don't want to hear it. Like he switches into that. And then he goes into the, um, late, late, and then he goes back into this more mature yeah. sort of version of yeah. his other thing. I mean, he's written some unbelievably awesome songs and his ability to convey that particular material. Yeah. Um, is what I like. Do I think he has the greatest voice in the world? No. Well, that's what I asked you. Yeah. So thanks for finally answering <laughs> me. <laughs> but I think, but I think the greatest. I thought you were just asking like, who, who do I, who, which voices do I like? Which is different than like, who do I think? Well, I from mean, a from a stand back look at everything. But yeah, you're you're looking. I'm macro. T- I want micro. Well, I'm also, it's like on a personal level, like if somebody was like, do I want to listen to Freddie Mercury or Bob Dylan? Like, so, like if I was going to listen to a CD, well, like I think you're going to be in a mood. It's raining right now. You're not going to put on Queen. <laughs> I can. You could. I mean, it might brighten the day up a bit. Um, I mean, I like Freddie Mercury's voice I, I like, and I like Queen, but on a regular basis, I don't really listen to him that much. It's interesting. I think Freddie Mercury has a great voice. I think. It's oh, amazing. Um. I'm trying to think who else. Who else? I mean, look, Fogarty has a really unique, right? And, sound. and that's how we got on this. Yeah, yeah. The whole uniqueness of his voice, which I think, to a very large degree, Bob Dylan shares a uniqueness. Yes. So you know, you hear Bob Dylan, you're like, but oh, Bob Dylan not. has a uniqueness to. But once again, like if you're like, hey, Bob Dylan covered this song from so and so, it'd be like, meh. Like I, it wouldn't necessarily have the same appeal, right? I think that his strength is. Are you a big fan of his current IBM commercial? I haven't seen it. Oh boy. Why it's not good? No, it's like it's just like why are you doing this, Bob Dylan? But Bob Dylan does a he does you know Watson IBM supercomputer. Yep. He he talks to Watson. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. But I I I do I I find Dylan fascinating. He is like he is a weird cat. Yeah. And he's kind of in his own. How do you feel about Jacob? I don't have much of a feeling, you know. A couple of really good songs. There's a couple of good songs. I really but... enjoy One Headlight. I like that song a lot. But it wasn't like a... I thought Dylan sort of like, you know, you know, he's like a... He's a poet. Yes. You know. Sure. I'm a Dylan fan. I get it. What do you want from me? I get it. I just wanted a different answer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Is yours Freddie Mercury? Um, for a long time, it was James Taylor. James Taylor, okay. Yeah, like James Taylor's voice, I like loved. Yeah, loved, loved, loved. I'm Sweet never, baby James. Never gotten deep into James Taylor. There's not a lot to get deep with. <laughs> I'll be uh, completely honest with you. I'm trying to think of like who do I have like massive Dylan also pops up I just have a lot of his music I'm trying mm. to think of like another artist and I have friends who are like super into them even super even more into him than I am mm-hmm. and they send me like all these bootlegs and shit like that so it's part of my collection is like yeah. just because I know people I mean you have it it's probably as deep as my Dave Matthews well probably I don't know because if I have 
like I have, I think I probably have seven, six or seven hundred Dave Matthews tracks. Oh, I don't, um, I don't think I have that much on Dylan, yeah. but I have a lot. But he's also released a lot of his own stuff. Yeah. Like I'm not like, I don't have like I got his Montreal 1974. His right. set was I don't I'm right. not that guy. Right, right, I'm like right. my my friend will send me some stuff and I'll be like oh cool. I have a lot of I have everything the Beatles ever recorded. And some bootleg stuff of like mass yeah. like stuff they never released. I have all the Beatles stuff. Yeah. I have a lot of I had a lot of st- I do still have a lot of Stones. I don't listen to it as much. Yeah. I like the 70s I stuff. I never got into the Stones. I really like their 70s. You like stuff. the Rolling Stones 70s stuff, not 70s stuff in general. Cuz <clears throat> I could never get into the bands that were named after places. Like uh, Chicago like, and Boston. Yeah, I have no into Couldn't that. I like the. I thought the Stone stuff from the seventies. I really liked mm-hmm. their early stuff. That it was, you know, didn't really hold up for me over time. But I do like some of their like, like um, Exile on Main Street. Yeah, and, like some of that. Like going into that, that stuff holds up to me. The early stuff that was a like um, Time is on my side. I mean, they're good songs, but yeah. it didn't have the sort of, you know it didn't sort of stick with me as much as I like some of their seventies albums. Playing with fire is an early song. I like there's some really, I mean, there's a beggar's banquet to me is a really good album. I love that album. In St. John Wood, but don't play with me cause you're playing with fire. Um, it's funny, uh, you know, Zeppelin, Plant's got a pretty... Plant's got a great voice. A great voice. Very, very He's got a real, like, voice. defining rock. Yeah. Like, he defined... Like, to me, that, that became a voice of a... Yeah. Like, that was a pretty, like... He's got a pretty powerful voice. He's got voice. a distinct voice. He's got a distinct and, voice. And, I mean, like, James Hetfield has a very distinct... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The all music we were last 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 week was all all movies, movies, and everybody. Well, this one we solved the generation generational gap problem. I think uh, that on top of that, and then now we're into music madness. And everybody keeps saying like I I did read a bunch of people saying that I guess I, they were like one guy was like Have you ever does is on any of the shows do I ever mention a movie I like? Oh, that's a great question, and the answer is yes. I think you have mentioned movies you like. I, let me we think of some think right of now. Uh, <laughs> I think that they're also. Say, I I assume that they're asking for current movies and not like because uh-huh. there's obviously lots of movies well, that Scott, I've liked from the, the floor past. Floor is yours. What's a what's a what's a movie that came out this past year that you enjoyed? What's a movie that came out this past year that I enjoyed? I I did like The Revenant. I know there some people will, will. That's one. Some people. Do not like it, but I did like it. I saw the theater and I thought it was a, I thought it was a, quite the movie. I really liked it. I um, I liked uh, end of tour. I didn't see it. I enjoyed it. I thought Jason Siegel did a good job as David uh-huh. Foster yeah. Wallace. Yep, yep, yep. I liked it. It was good. Um, that was my that was my eyes ping ponging to place Jason Siegel as a human being. And then, like, I couldn't do it, and then I landed, and I was like, "Yep, yep." Um, I thought that was good. I didn't think it was great, but I did enjoy it. Um, I thought the Big Short was okay, but I thought the book was kind of better. Well, the book was great. The book's always better. Well, Fight Club actually, I think the movie's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I almost I like the book, but the movie is like, I like the book, but what I would say is that 
the book is really good and the movie's really good, but what Fincher did to adapt it into what would be a be- a better thing to watch as a movie, I thought he did an amazing job. How about uh I can think of I think High Fidelity is as good as uh-huh. the book. I haven't read it, but I think they Oh, the book's amazing. Love it. The Natural? Yeah. Is a Okay, but pretty great movie. Still, we came up with two movies you liked from this year. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, the fans asked, and, and I have a few that are like sort of like, oh, I didn't mind this, I didn't mind that. I thought that The Big Short was okay. I didn't think that it sort of. And you haven't seen Star Wars. I have not seen Star Wars. That's amazing. I still haven't seen it. Good for you. I mean, I, I, I've, it's gotten to the point now where it's like I forgot. Yeah. Like, because people aren't talking about it as much. Right. Although people talk about it a lot. And now I don't have to watch commercials. I kind of got sick of it where I was like, like come yeah. on. Like, give me a break. Yeah. Like, throw me a bone. I I'll thought I'd me. see it in the theater more than one time, but I only saw it one time. And do you feel like you want to see it again? I would see it again if someone asked. If they're like, go and and I had nothing to do. I'd be like, sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard, at this point, I've heard all the, compl- the pros and I've heard the cons. Yeah. I've heard people say, you know, that it's exactly like a new hope. Yep. Um, that it's just sort of, a, a, it's almost like a. It's those beats, bro. It's, like a, it's those beats. It's the same beats as the yep. that one. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? That's what you want, though. That's what that's what the fans wanted. They wanted they wanted to. Go I back think to the I, I I question whether it's like people were so excited to that people were so excited to have returned to a feeling mm-hmm. that the what the whether the movie was actually like their opinion of the movie was Listen. sort of was overshadowed by the fact that it's like i just love feeling this way you had, oh my god i just love my, how i feel you had you had mega screenwriting genius lawrence kasdan yeah working on that script and i think i think by the grace of him it was as good as it was I think had he not worked on it, I don't know how good it would have been. I am. It's funny. Like, I, I don't not want to see it, but I'm also, like, just not going to sort of kill myself to go see it. Well, no one's asking you to kill yourself, Scott. Um, not nobody's asking. Uh, you know, killing myself is like getting in my car. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, if the screener showed up today, I'd probably pop it in at some point. Yeah. Which just means that I don't. It's, got, it's not even because I'm like, for you, I don't Scott. want to pay for it. The screener's not showing up today. <laughs> no, the screener's not showing up at all. It's the soundtrack showed up. That period is gone. Is uh, is uh, J Dub uh, nom- nommed? I think he is. Well, good for him. Yeah. Good job. He's getting old. Yeah, he's got to be getting up there. Yeah. He is still like. I saw him at the ET thing. He I seemingly went to... gets nominated for everything though, because and I have to no, and I'm not trying to knock him, but like, there's been a few floaters that i was like really like yeah. warhorse like that was not he does make things that are it does but in the same here's the thing like in the same way like when you hear a song by a, an artist you know and you go oh that's totally them yeah that makes sense i think john williams in the same way is very derivative of himself all composers are yeah. generally derivative of themselves. Yeah, like so Zimmer, f- yeah, yeah. Like you can, I can recognize a bunch of people. I mean, look, he's one of the greatest theme writers. Yeah. 
No like, question. he's the guy. He has to be the go-to guy for themes. Mm-hmm. Like, name me another composer who, like, as you could hum themes. a few bars of something and be like, Jaws, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, Superman, um, Harry Potter. Um, Alan Silvestri. Name me the movies that... Uh, Back to the Future. Uh-huh. Uh, Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. Um, used Cars. Really just a lot of Zemeckis Lost stuff. <laughs> He's done... I don't think you can... Hang I, on. I just don't think that you can... I don't know who you could who could hold up a candle. But Silvestri is, and I'm just gonna just to double 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 be sure. But I I feel like he is the person I remembered as going. Oh, that Alan Silvestri is pretty up there as far as theme. I don't know, man. Of course, there's no fucking service in your house. There's Wi-Fi. Yeah. What do you want me to check? So I get a, Scott, you can go over and look up Alan Silvestri's uh, IMDb composing. Oh, wow. Scott, your laptop moves? It does. This is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott has a laptop in his hand. He's now sitting down with his bum knee. Scott is wearing double Patagonia today. He's a real, real Northwestern fan. Not the college that's in Chicago, but the region of the United States. He's got a fleece. I'll set the scene for you, everybody. Scott's wearing shorts, as he always does. Rarely have I seen the man in pants. He's wearing black socks and black sneakers and a gray fleece hoodie. Okay. He wears pants all week long. (laughs) Okay, wow. He's done a lot of movies. All right. Starting at the bottom. Now we hear. Uh... Romancing the Stone, but mm, right. So, like, but, the, but think, the, yeah. But think of theme, theme. You don't have to. Fandango, Back to the Future. Right, that's one. Everyone knows the theme of that. Uh, Summer Rental, Clan of the Cave Bear, Delta Force, American Anthem, Flight of the Navigator. No, no, nope. no mercy. So Got the eighties. Critical Condition, Outrageous Predator. Yeah, oh, Predator's a pretty decent score. Very different. You know, it had like that sort of humming synthesizer situation. Yeah, happening. I mean, but. There's you. You can't say that you can't tell no, me the theme. I can't tell you that's as good as like Superman. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, the Abyss doesn't really have. No. Back to the Future two and three. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Young Guns two. Did he do Predator Young down, Guns? Down, down, down. Uh, Predator two. Uh, Dutch Ricochet. Father of the Bride. Oh, like actually, stop or my mom will shoot. Okay, well, that's Fern Gully, the last forest, yeah. death becomes her, the oh. bodyguard, sidekicks, cop and a half, Super Mario Brothers, what an interesting run. He's Judgment had. Night, Grumpy Old Men, uh, Clean Night. Slate, Forrest oh, Gump, wow, Clean Slate, Blown Away, Richie Rich, <laughs> The Quick and the Dead, Ah, oh, the Perez Family. Movie. You're like there's one. Like no, hang on. But I thought right now. But you're you're still at 1994. There's 20 years to go here. I know. I'm gonna keep going, and you're still gonna be at one. Okay. (laughs) Judge Dredd, Father of the Bride, two, Grumpier Old Men, Sergeant Bilko, Eraser, Uh Long Kiss Goodnight, Fools Rush In, Volcano, Contact, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mouse Hunt. Contact had a good score. 
not asking that. We're saying who I know. has <laughs> I know. themes. I know. That's what we're saying. I know. I know. Tell me the theme of contact. I can't. <laughs> Mouse Hunt, The Odd Couple 2, The Parent Trap, Holy Man, Practical Magic, Stuart Little, Reindeer Games, What Lies Beneath, Castaway, What Women Want, The Mexican, mm-hmm. The Mummy Returns, Serendipity, Showtime, Lilo and Stitch, Stuart Little 2, mm-hmm. Made in Manhattan, yep. Identity, Laura Croft, oh, it's not looking good, Two guys. Soldiers, it's Van Helsing, Revenge of the Mummy, Polar Express, The uh, Wild, Night at the Museum, Beowulf, yeah. Night of the Museum, yeah. two G.I. Joe movies, yeah. Christmas Carol, The A-Team, Captain America First Avenger, The Avengers. I, oh, there that that's a theme. What is it? It's like it's like uh <laughs> No, the Avengers theme is like uh there isn't one. There is one, and but I, you and can't I remember it because it, it's remember like it right because it doesn't okay because it doesn't register. Listen, so we recently <laughs> found some good work with the people at Marvel. I'm sure the Avengers. There is a theme. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, what are the memorable themes? Right, right, like right. the guy that you could be like, oh fuck, like John Williams. But I mean, yeah, John Williams. Every every not every aside, movie. No, I will say this honestly. Aside from the Back to the Future theme. Yeah, I think that every theme that everybody knows is a John Williams theme. I mean, it's it's crazy. God, he's done a lot of movies too. Well, I mean, okay, let's just start. Who with did what, Ghostbusters? Let's just start. Who did Ghostbusters? Yeah, but the theme is really the song, right? Yeah, which is Ray a, Park Jr. Which was which, which was Huey, off of Huey Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> Huey Lewis is the other great. Also, the composing the the music and. Ghostbusters is odd, yeah, because it's very Ivan Reitman-y in the sense that there's a lot of piano in it, yeah, a little jazzy. Yep. I'm looking at Sugarland Express. Okay, Jaws. Jaws is a big one. Well, I mean, let's Star just, Wars. Let's just name the ones one. we can name. Superman. Yep. Um, come the Superman theme. Um. I couldn't, but then I now I got it. No, no, wait. Let's start with um, Superman is a. Uh, I got Star Wars in my head now. It's really hard. No, you had it with the bump. Oh, fuck! What is it? Uh. It's. It feels so too close to Star Wars. <laughs> Jurassic Park doesn't really have a theme. Jurassic Park has a theme. What is it? <laughs> there you go. There's another one. I didn't even think about Jurassic Park. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Same Private Ryan. Have a memorable. That doesn't really have a memorable. Uh, the Terminal has a huge theme that we all hum all the time terminal like i can't stop every time in an airport i'm just all i'm humming is the terminal theme harry potter harry potter what is the harry potter theme um dun 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 that's like amazing it's amazing that i know that theme because i've seen all of those movies one time and you weren't into it but you still when i hum it you're like oh yeah that is the harry potter theme 
100%, Scott. Ooh, Scott's put his he put his microphone on. What you just heard was Patagonia Fleece. That was Fleece <laughs> Superman theme. It's There you go. Um, so let me, let me, whoa, 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 calm down, guys. We're just talking composers. He gets really excited when he hears that. Who do you think his favorite composer is? Not John Williams. He's like, it's all fucking themes with this guy. It's whoever wrote the theme to Dog the Bounty Hunter. I'm a dog, get it? (sighs) Fuck you, man. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, Matt. I think we should do a piece of shit. Fee breeds. Great. Let's segue. Fee breeds. Today's fee breeds. Today's fee breeds. Fee breeds. Scott, I can think of nothing better on a day like today than laying down in my Casper mattress. Just laying down. Just laying on it with a nice fee breed. That's. Why are we here? I don't know. Let's We're go. so close. There's ca- like we could go right through this wall, and there's a Casper mattress. That's true. That's no fucking bullshit. Uh, I'm not just fucking telling you to buy one. I wow, have one. There's some sideways wind happening. Yeah, man, shit's getting real. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Casper Mattress. That's why they're sponsoring today's segment, Feebreeds. Hello, Scott. Do you have a Feebreed today? Uh, I'm oh, thinking about. Oh, do you have a Feebreed? Hello, Robert. I, uh, Robert, I'd like to tell you about a book I recently have purchased at Red. I was really a customer about a, a book I recently no, read. They told me to hurry up. I, I didn't understand. As, I just want to stay on brand with Matt. Um, the book that I like to recommend, I've been reading pretty thoroughly over the last couple of days. It's called The Beatles Gear. Oh. <laughs> well, listen, Andy. Andy Surprise, everybody. Andy Babiuk. Babiuk, I think his name is. He's a, he's a, he owns a guitar shop in New York. He wrote in 2001, he wrote the Beatles gear, which is essentially all the, all the instruments, uh, amps, all the recording stuff the Beatles used throughout their career on stage and in studio. Gotcha. Uh, he recently updated it. Uh, it is now, Oh boy, it came out 2015. The unabridged version. It is the ultimate edition and it has like 200 more pay it's amazing it's it's everything you ever want to know he also owns he owns a shop in in new york that's like andy's called andy's fab gear uh-huh and it sells he sells a lot of great instruments on there a lot of uh essentially anything that you can remember the beatles playing like he can he can order you a new one of those it's pretty wow. cool pretty cool stuff Nice. But like for a gearhead like myself who enjoys every fucking facet of musical instruments, um it's it's really a fantastic read. It's a big book. It's you know, it's a coffee table book, but it's really great. It sits on my music stand at home. But you digs it. I'd love it. I'm like look, I'm in my library looking and I'm like in struggling. my library. I loved you more. Bing, 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 I brought it all together. Bing, bing. I'm trying to find a book. Son of a bitch. Oh, I know what I did. I actually listened to a book. Oh, shit. Um, and uh, because I did, I had to do a lot of driving. Um, 
Scott, have you been driving all night? Your hands wet on the wheel. Been driving all night, wet, wet on the wheel. Yeah, because they're sweaty. Your hands are wet on the wheel, right? Uh, Isn't I that guess the, so. that's the know. lyric, right? Is it? Been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. That's what I always thought. Maybe it was. look it up. I don't you know. have a computer right there. Oh fuck! God damn it! I mean, you brought it out. Now I'm gonna fucking ask you to use it. Hold on. What's the song called? I think it's called Driving All Night. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know. Red I Love. Red I Love. Ooh, Red I Love. Red I Love lyrics. Red I Love. I've been driving all night. My hand's wet on the wheel. <laughs> There's a voice in my head that drives my heel. It's my baby calling, says I need you here. And it's half past four and I'm shifting gear. When she is lonely and alone, I got no much. She sends a cable. <laughs> Don't need a phone at all. Don't need a phone at all. Don't need a phone at all. He's, he's, he just blows that lyric yeah. out because it's so bad. Yeah. He's just like, I'll just say like, What'd you say? Right out of love. We've got a thing that's called right out of love. We've got a wave in the air. Red out of love. Radio's playing some forgotten song. Bradley coming on song. Throw this guy with him. Boy, this is that this this segment's really killer. <laughs> Golden earring. Did they ever have another song? Don't think so. I'm right. No more speed. I'm almost there. Is he talking about sex? You think it's all just about sex? I think sex? it's about a booty call. Yeah? Yeah. He's like driving really far to go get some... Just to get some. Some, some she's ready or some D. I don't know what he's into. Either one. He just wants some radar love. Um, My fee breed would be... um. Um, which it's interesting if people, cause I do, I have said that I meditate. Yes, you have. So I am not hiding. You're that. on record. And, uh, somebody told me to, I needed a book cause I had to drive back and forth to San Diego for work. And, uh, um, San Diego. Yeah. Anyway, did you do that? When? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A couple weeks ago. Boy, Scott, I really feel like you're not telling me anything. <laughs> You know, you used to tell me where you, you drove. Where you drove all the time. Yeah, that's you used it. to call me. You'd be like, "I'm just driving home." Just fucking give me a. I was connected to your GPS. So I knew where you were yeah, all the time. time. No, no, no. I don't check it for two weeks, and now you're telling me you went to San Diego. So um, I downloaded a book uh, called Ten um, Percent Happier." Okay, by Dan Harris, who's on Nightline. Oh, interesting. Remember the guy? He had that meltdown. He had like a kind of a meltdown on Good Morning America. He had like a panic attack. No, but now I'm going to go look that up. <laughs> it's not that good. Oh. It's not that bad of a panic. He's not like, oh, my God. He's more just like he gets that weird look where it's like, uh, what's going on, dude? Yeah. Like he starts fumbling. And it's kind of a story about him. Um, if you don't like his voice, like some people don't like Dan Harris's voice. Right. That's going to be a problem for you for the audio version. Yeah. So yeah. then get the book. But it is an interesting read if you're curious about it's kind of his it's about him and his past and growing up and then his um his journey 
that makes that's the wrong way to say it because that's not the way it is. It's about the how he got into meditation, mm-hmm. and you know, for anybody who's ever been like, Ugh, like, I don't want to do it. It's too hippie or new agey or whatever. Um, you will like his book because he is the, he is the he is that voice. He's the voice who's just like, like he talks, you know, and he's a he's a you know he worked for Peter Jennings for years. Yeah. And he was the religious correspondent. Like he would do stories about religion and stuff like that. And so he was interviewing like Eckhart Tolle and Deepak Chopra. Yeah. And for anyone who's ever been curious about meditation, but maybe been like, you know, because there's lots of guys you can listen to, but they have that same like, when you're finding your path to blow, like he's yeah. not that guy. And he, even he is saying, even in the book, he's, he's, he has the voice of just like, Oh, they say some. They say one thing that has me that makes me go like, "Oh, that's really interesting." And then the next thing they say is just like, "And then you'll be inside the path stream to con." And then he's just like, "Then you fucking lose me." Yeah, because right, it just sounds like all mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, so it's a really he's. I think he's. I think he's funny. I think it's well written. Um, it's an interest. He talks about you know he was a war correspondent. You know he got into coke. And like when he came, nice. all kinds of stuff. So there's like some drugs and shit, which always make for a good read. Love it, you know. Um, but it is interesting. Um, and if you've ever been curious, and you know, I meditate, but it's always um, I try to read or listen to books that are centered around that, um, just to sort of like refresh my sort of um, center your chi. Yeah, center my chi. Chi. I get my chi going. I rub my chi. Ten percent happier. Yeah, but it's pretty hands. good. And then, if you, like I said, if you hate his voice, then hearing the audiobook is not gonna be fun for you. But if you don't, um, if you like his voice, I found listening to it actually really. Um, I I enjoyed it. It was good. And it's informational. Right. And if you've ever been like, uh, you know, I've thought about it, meditation. I've heard about it. Um, it's a. It's an interest to hear it from his perspective. I think for people who are sort of like, ugh, like hippy dippy new agey stuff, it's a good way to learn about it from somebody who shares that point of view. Yeah. So, ten percent happier. Ten percent happier Dan, Dan by Dan Harris. Harris. Read it, listen to it, consume it. Yes. There you go. That's a good feed reads. Yeah. Whew. Scott, I'm exhausted. You know what? I'm exhausted too. I think it's time to say goodbye to the Feebles. Yeah. They got two in a row. I don't know know what they're going to do. They're going to lose their minds. Yeah. And they're going to keep asking us. You know what they're going to do? Dead? What happened? They're going to, yeah. Yeah. Feebs alive, and it'll probably be dead again. It's alive. (laughs) It'll die. Listen, Talk Salad's alive, but, you know, Kevin and I's schedule, they don't always match up. So you've been waiting a while for an episode. I'm sorry. We keep trying. I got to go away for work soon. So there's going to be another drought. That's what it is. But, the point is, as much as Scott and I don't like recording podcasts, I think we find this one the least unlikable. <laughs> I enjoy it. I've been coming to Scott's house. He's been oh, enjoying I know. that. That's like, listen, you want to record a podcast with Scott, all you got to do is say you go to his house and done. Yeah, then I'm ready. Because you heard this guy when he talked about, didn't want to like, he wanted to kill himself, but he had to go outside to get into his car. You know, <laughs> this is the kind of guy we're talking about here. Yeah. To go see Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to kill himself to do it. Uh, all right. Guys, rain's coming down. And, uh, and that makes, for, and that's time that's... to feed to, wrap, feed to wrap up and get in our Casper mattresses. 
and just lay there. Just lay there. Together. Thinking about the world. I'm going to read to you. Greatest actors. <laughs> Mr. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mr. Denzel Washington. Make, Make it, it rain. rain. Scott, that was such an amazing episode that uh, I don't think we have to hit all the talking points again, but, but why wouldn't remind we? people <laughs> who brought you this episode? We're here because of Casper Mattress. Oh, Casper, you guys are great. Shockingly fair prices for amazingly obsessively engineered mattresses that will knock your dick off. Let me off. tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> He's really winding up. He put his finger up. Let me tell you something. The only reason I'm doing this show today is not only because Casper Mattress sponsored us, but because I got such a fucking awesome sleep on my Casper Mattress. That's the only way Scott's waking up. By the way, hilarious to me that we've brought more energy to these ads than we did to the entire episode of the show. Well, that's because I'm not excited about the show. <laughs> what I'm excited about... Is Casper Mattress? Casper Mattress. Oh, Scott, what makes you so excited? Is it because uh... it's just the right sink and just the right bounce? <laughs> There's two technologies fucking merging together: latex foam and memory foam. Wait a second, coming together. You're saying I'm getting two for the price of one? Fuck yeah! That's and the amazing. price is outstanding: five hundred dollars oh. for a twin size mattress, nine fifty for a king size mattress. Nine fifty. Try to compare another, compare that shit to other industry averages. No, oh, the industry average is out of control. So this fucking is crazy. Um, this shit's made in America. Wow, Scott, nothing's so made in America they anymore. They bleed red, white, and blue. That's amazing. It's fucking crazy. And you know what? After their hard day at work in their American factory, you know where they go? Home to their Casper mattresses. They go home to their Casper mattresses. They made. You know that these guys think you're gonna know that you're gonna love your mattress so much. They got a well, risk-free trial. What do you mean risk-free trial? Like five days? Like I get five, five days. Six days? Fuck that shit. A hundred days. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's twenty times five. <laughs> fucking a hundred days. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> With free delivery and painless returns. So right now, this is what we want you to do. What do you want? You me need to do, a mattress. Scott? All right, let's say. Let's thinking say, about uh, it. Let's say uh, I want to get a mattress. Uh, how would I do that? You go online uh-huh. to www.casper.com. Wow. Forward slash. Uh huh. Phoebe. Whoa, that's us. Enter the promo code Phoebe. F E A B. And you're going to get $50 <laughs> off any mattress <laughs> you purchase. Shit. Are we going to get in trouble? Because we're giving away shit here. No, we this are not going to get in trouble. This is like this is the deal. I don't want to upset Casper. They're great to us. They're, they they wrote it. We didn't, we're not making okay this up. Are they giving us yeah. this deal to They're give okay to our feebles? To, yes. This is amazing. They're excited about it. This is amazing. We're all fucking, fuck. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe it. Fucking Casper. Casper mattress. You did it again, Casper. You just Go. fucking hit a home run. So don't forget, if you need a mattress, you're looking for a mattress, yep. um, go to www.casper.com forward slash Phoebe. Use the program Phoebe. Get 50 bucks off. That's amazing. Get a mattress. They'll deliver right to your house in a box. Slide it into the room it's going to be in. Cut that shit open. Poof. It's just there. Go to sleep. Get some sleep. If you order a Casper mattress, here's, here's what I'm going to say. If you order a Casper mattress using the promo code Phoebe and... Uh, you can, I just I want you to send us a vine to at my Myra or at Scott Mosier. I want you, I want to see that thing cut open. Yeah, I want to see it cut open. Let's show the people how easy it, it is. Open. And if you do it, Scott and I will send you a high five. 
virtually. <laughs> a virtual high five party. All right. Uh, that's it. We're going to go now. Go go sleep on our Casper mattress. That's where we're going. Together. Together. Same mattress. It's in Odessa's room. A single. We got to actually kick her out. Yeah. And sleep in that together. <laughs> All right. Feeboat. <laughs>